0: Or you listening to this podcast now? Settle in, grab a cuppa. It's the Velasco Fitness Collective podcast with James and Ellie. Hey team, welcome back to another episode of the Velasco Fitness Collective podcast. We are fresh off the back of talking to Tori. Who shared her experience about the Open and competing from the perspective of a scaled athlete and from somebody that, as you will now know, will have no plans whatsoever to enter the Open? So, we really hope you enjoyed that. We really enjoyed recording it and we've had some really nice reactions to it as well. If you haven't heard it yet, head back and listen to our last episode and you'll hear Tori share her thoughts and feelings about classes, working out, programming, the Open, and a few other bits. I am back once again with Ellie and this week we are going to be talking about training hacks so we've decided we've pulled together a a list that actually became pretty long and we are going to choose three or four each and just share what they are whether or not we actually do them why we do them and hopefully you will take a couple of things away from this having either not heard about them before or not seen them in action or maybe there's something you've kind of seen or heard of and just forgotten about either way we hope at least at one point during this episode there's a wow moment for you or something that you'll take with you to your training ellie how's your week been what's your favorite part of your week been this week
1: oh that's a good question um you told my week's me he been... told me to mix it up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ask me how I am is always a... You're going to get the same response. Oh, great. Um, Favourite part of my week? Um, I think so far it was doing... I can't believe I'm saying this. Was doing the um, Metcon Mayhem class, because it's Wednesday today that we're recording this, nice. with the 6am crew, because I haven't done it in the early morning for a long time, and it was a really busy class. Great atmosphere. <coughs> More savage than I was expecting, but it was, uh, yeah, it was fun to train alongside lots of people in class.
0: What was it today?
1: It was, um, not Witten, that was last week, (laughs) apologies. (laughs) Um, It was a a pyramid, so 1,000 metre row or 800 metre run, 100 double unders,
0: 75
1: hang hang snatch, sorry, with a dumbbell, 50 wobbles, 25 burpees, rest three minutes, and then go, yeah.
0: I do remember Back seeing down. that now, actually. At least there wasn't war balls and burpees yesterday, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Fresh shoulders.
0: That was quite fun. I joined the 6am yesterday and that was that was quite a fun workout. Sneaky, but fun. 45 seconds of down-ups yeah. into max war balls and then rest a minute. Simple, G- a not sweat. easy. No, absolutely. So, <clears throat> without further ado, team, we are going to move on to talk training hacks. These are... Kind of like kind of life hacks, I guess, but specifically for the gym and training. And some of these might be specific to Valesco, Some of these might be specific to a certain type of training or to <clears throat> a certain type of person. Either way, we They've got. We've got them on the list. We're going to share them. We 16 So we've got about eighteen things on this list, and. <laughs> This is just going to be a short one. So I think this is going to be Training Hacks Part 1, and maybe that buys us another episode for Training Hacks Part 2. Hopefully this goes well and you want to come back for Part 2. We will see. As always, if you hear something that you like or something kind of resonates with you or you really enjoy something, drop us a message on Instagram or drop us a message, you know, however however you wish, just to let us know because we always enjoy. The reactions that we get from these podcasts, for me, are probably more enjoyable than the podcasts, especially when we've got... Harry French with some lowball humour coming through Instagram <laughs> after something what we've said. How do you want to do this? Three each? Alternate? You go, I go?
1: Sounds right. Part okay. Go.
0: Perfect. In that case, you can start.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start with um, one which I've only just reintroduced. It was something I used to do and have reintroduced in order to be more efficient and more focused with my training. So outside the classes that I do, I do a lot of training in Open Gym, um, and something that I have now started doing again is writing my session out on a board somewhere and then putting my phone away. You guys can probably imagine with the social media for the gym, my personal social media, um, emails that are coming through. I often have my notifications on, um, which means that in a training session, particularly if it is in the middle of the day where obviously sort of social media and emails and that sort of thing can be quite busy. Um, it's very easy for me to get distracted and then I pop onto Instagram to repost something and I get stuck in a scroll hole for 10 minutes and before you know it, my session's taken me two and a half hours instead of the 90 minutes it should have done. So I've started putting my phone away once I've written my session up um, and lo and behold, my training sessions feel more efficient, I feel more focused, I feel like I've actually had the time out that I want and need both physically and mentally at the end of my training session Um, and... Yeah, it's, it's something that I plan on keeping. Um, and I think, although James and I were actually talking about this before the podcast, and I recognise that for a lot of you listening to this, you are predominantly class-based um, athletes, which means that if you're using Whatify in the way that we encourage you to you're probably going to want to have your phone fairly nearby so that particularly when it comes to working off percentages or you want to know how many reps you hit a certain weight last week or the week before having your phone near you is beneficial what I would encourage you guys to do is work out have a look at, keep the workout, obviously it's on the on the TV in front of you avoid necessarily look at your phone more than once so come into the class with knowing what your one rep max is or your five rep max is and then put your phone on aeroplane mode so you can still use your calculator if you're working for 70 percent or whatever it might be but you're not going to have the same distractions that i often find which is notifications and people messaging you or whatever so that you can literally use your phone as a calculator and then come the end of the class you can then obviously take it back off aeroplane or do not disturb or whatever you choose and then input your scores and scales and that sort of thing and modify so that you're still still making use of the app but your phone is not a distraction for you in classes
0: yeah agreed only takes one instagram notification or well to be fair actually it doesn't even take an instagram notification it could be a notification about anything on my phone and i somehow end up on instagram yeah i love that it's a good shout the um no actually i won't share that because that's one of my one of my hacks i'm not going to share it yet (laughs) I'm going to start. There's loads of really good ones, and I want to share them all.
1: You've got three. You have to make a decision.
0: But even if we do a part two, I'm not going to get through them all. Okay, that's fine. So, on from, kind of on from Ellie's, and I'm going to give credit to Steve Jones for this particular hack, because I know it's something that he does. I know it's something that James Mooney has started doing because Steve shared it with him and it's saving james mooney an awful lot of money kind of specific to valesco set yourself a location based reminder on your phone to tell you to sign in to the class if you're good at doing this anyway this won't be relevant but if you're somebody that constantly forgets to sign in or constantly has to be told to be to sign in setting a reminder that is based on your location. So essentially your phone goes off when you are within X distance of the gym to sign in. Don't have to think about it. Pull into the car park, get out of the car, phone goes off, remember to sign in, hit sign in, check your 1RM, phone on to do not disturb, away you go. What a winner. So location-based reminders on your iPhone to remind you, I guess to sign in or if there's other things that you need to do when you get to the gym. Location-based reminders. Nice. Back to
1: you. Okay. Um, Okay. So, the next one, it kind of ties in with the efficiency, I guess, um, in trying to be more productive with my time when I'm training, um, is if I have a strength element, which is 5 by 5 back squat at 75%, for instance, historically, I've done a set, faffed around, looked at my phone, had a chat with someone in the gym, you know, maybe gone and got a can of knocker, whatever it might be. And then I'll come back and do another set. And before I know it, my five by five back squats that should probably only realistically take me a maximum of 12 to 15 minutes has taken me half an hour, which obviously from a training perspective means that I'm not going to I'm not going to reap the full benefit of doing five by five at 75% because my rest periods have been too long, but I'm also not being particularly efficient with my time. So something that I've started doing, and again, you can apply this in classes when the clock is on, is treating strength or skill parts of your training where there is a time frame within which to complete it but not specific timing <coughs> of actually in some way in your head turning it into an emom or every two minutes or every three minutes whatever it might be because it will keep you accountable it will keep your rest equal and it will mean that you're able to get all of the working that you need to without either cramming it into the first five minutes of your session or only doing two sets in the first 12 minutes and then having to do another three sets in the last three yeah. minutes um, so I'll let you use one of the classes this week as an example. Um, it was um, four by seven at 70%, and then a max rep set, and that applied to both back squats and press, and it actually applies to deadlift, which is coming. Um, so for me, I would have spent the first four minutes, because it's 70% is a relatively low percentage when you're doing higher, that sort of rep range. You don't need to do a huge number of warm up sets. First three or four minutes, warming up, then I would have done every second minute one set of eight reps at 70%. So that's then taking me to 12 minutes, which then gives me that three minute window at the end. So I've got a couple of minutes rest after my fourth set, and then I'm giving myself at least a minute to get my max rep set in. So I'm making sure I get all the work in, I've built in a little bit of a warm-up, I'm getting all my working sets in. But I'm not either front loading or back loading that 15 minute window in which to to get the work done, and I find it works really well for me.
0: Yeah, and you know, getting your I mean, getting your phone out, you can still use timer apps, or even just informally setting it up with yourself using the clock in the gym. You know, if you know, okay, I've got 15 minutes, I need to do five sets. Cool, I'm going to do one set every three minutes, and it kind of works both ways, right? It means that you don't waste time but it also means that you don't rush as well. So having having a clock, I, I do this as well. If I'm doing some sort of non-time-bound piece, I'll make it time-bound because it just means I procrastinate less, I chat less, I mess about a lot less, and my sessions normally run much more to time. My second one is going to be... Hmm... My second one is going to be putting, and so quite niche, I'm purposefully trying to choose maybe some slightly more niche ones, putting a carabiner on your car keys or on the handle, the strap of your gym bag, specifically for jewellery when you're training. So you might be the sort of person that 30 minutes after the class, Straight up in the Instagram, I've left my ring on the box in the third bay on the right. Or has anyone handed in a silver wedding ring? My wife's going to kill me. Or whatever it might be. It might be a necklace. It might be a watch. It might be a ring. Having a carabiner just hooked on your gym bag or hooked on your car keys so that when you arrive at the gym, you can take off your ring or take off your watch or your you know earrings if it works that way. Um, bolt on hack. Get like a contact case or a tiny little pot from some vitamins or something that you keep in your gym bag if you've got something like earrings but carabiner on the keys or on the bag so that when you take off your jewelry you've got somewhere to put it it always goes there and you don't leave it behind so that is hot tip number two some sort of carabiner or otherwise to store jewelry when you're training obviously if you don't wear jewelry then you're out of luck on my second hot take so
1: yeah. I mean, it's a good one It's fairly off piece for somebody who wears almost no jewelry most of the time. yeah
0: it's right. we'll literally it. my aura ring and I stuff it in my gym bag it takes me ages to find it. So I was like, there's gotta be something I can do to stop myself losing it So I started trying to put it onto like a key ring and I was like, this is dumb. I've got loads of like random carabiners off like old headphone cases at home. so yeah that's that's the that's the new evolution of that one. I like it. What's your third one?
1: My third one. Oh, the other three that I wanted to bring up, I was trying to think of a way of wrapping them all into one. But yeah, um... <laughs> I've been doing the
0: same, but it's not going to happen. So. I'm
1: not. I'm not going to do it. I am going to go for. It's kind of a nutrition one, but because it's closely linked to training, I'm going to go with this one. So, um. For some bizarre reason, recently, I have gone completely off protein shakes in the, let's call it traditional sense. So like your chocolate-flavoured protein or your strawberry-flavoured protein. Um, I've been used to having non-dairy protein shakes for a long time, so it's it's not the switch from dairy to non-dairy that's put me off. For some reason, I just cannot stomach the protein. So I've now got about three tubs of protein at home, which I'm not going to be using. <laughs> um, but refueling, and actually there is evidence to suggest um, particularly, ladies listen up, it's particularly beneficial for women um, to not train without any fuel. So I can't eat before I train. I definitely can't stomach a protein shake anymore. So rather than just train on an empty stomach, having either not eaten for four or five hours, or if it like the first thing this morning, um, I now um, carry a tub of, it's clear protein. It's the vegan variation of, but I know that you can get like clear ways and it literally mixes into something that tastes like squash. And there are some really great flavors out there. It doesn't feel like I'm drinking a protein shake whilst I'm training, Um, but it's a way of making sure that I'm getting protein in early. It's gonna help me with predominantly with my recovery, but actually there's evidence to suggest that fueling whilst you train has its benefits. Um, and the tub's super easy, it's light, it fits my bag nicely and it just means also that if I come to halfway through the day and I want to do another training session or I realise I haven't eaten enough protein that day because I haven't been very well prepared or anything like that it just means that I've got something which is tastes really nice and it's also helped me increase my water intake which unless it has got some flavour in it I am absolutely useless at drinking so it has several benefits um, but for something that is relatively inexpensive and fits nicely in my training bag it means that i've always got protein and hydration on hand
0: nice yeah the my protein clear way i've had a couple of flavors and each, as you say it literally just tastes like you're drinking squash but you're getting like 20 to 40 grams of protein in each time as well absolute game changer and obviously now they do vegan as well yeah. which is great if you're one of those excuse me <laughs> so my third and final hot tip or training hack for this episode is going to be, do we want, I feel like I should do a training one. I haven't done a training one.
1: Well, given that the title is Training Hacks.
0: Yeah. Okay. So this, um, yeah, okay. So this is one that is fairly well, I think fairly well known about. It will either be one that as soon as I start talking about it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, I know that. Or this is going to be news to you and it's going to change the game. Changing bumper plates. Two types of people in the world. One that's just gone, ah, oh, I know what he's going to say. And one that's gone, uh-huh, tell me more. <laughs> Changing bumper plates when there's more than one bumper plate on the barbell. Bar. So you've all had it where, let's let's use deadlifter as an example, right? Because that's probably the most common. You've got a couple of plates loaded on each side of the bar. Obviously, bump plates are all the same diameter, so they all touch the floor. So when you've got two or three plates on there, trying to pull off that outside plate is a nightmare. Get a little fractional plate, so one of the 1.25s or one of the 2.5s, so one of the small little like coaster-sized plates. Put it flat on the floor and roll the barbell so that the inner plate on each side, like obviously pick a side, but roll the barbell up onto the fractional plate that you have on the floor, so that the innermost plate is lifted about half an inch off the floor, and then all of the outside plates just slide off. This might sound unnecessary or crazy, but if you are changing more than one plate, this is a no-brainer. I've, I've actually... So I've got a friend that has a 3D printer at home, and he 3D printed me what is essentially like a two-ended door wedge with like a nice curved base so you can roll the weight up onto it and it sits in like a nice little cradle, which does exactly the same thing. So um, extension of my training hack, if you have a 3D printer, 3D print yourself a deadlift wedge. you can buy them as well, I think. I think people, like companies manufacture them online, but literally throw a little plate on the floor roll the barbell up onto it, and those outermost plates will slide off so much easier. And then when you've emptied one side, tip the whole barbell up as if you're about to pole dance and then just lift it straight out. And you've unloaded a bar in, like, three or four seconds. It's not been a nightmare. You haven't put your back out trying to yank plates off the end. So, fractional plate, deadlift wedge. Obviously, you know, useful if you're Olympic lifting and you've got a couple of plates on there as well, but... um, yeah, little, little winner, that one. I, I use that a lot when I deadlift for my little deadlift ramp. You'll probably see me do it at the gym. If you start doing it, you'll see why this is about to change your life. Mm-hmm. To recap, phones away or do not disturb. Turning your strength or skill element into some sort of time bound every three minutes on the minute or every four minutes on the minute and clear away or... Other alternative forms of supplemental protein. My, not necessarily top three, but three are location-based reminders for signing in. Thanks, Steve Jones. Carabiner on your keys or on your bag for jewellery. And a fractional plate for unloading a barbell that is on the floor. We, as I said at the start, have a lot more. Probably a good... 10 or 12 more. And we've got ones for how to stop your knee sleeves smelling, how to stop your shaker bottle smelling, how to not blow your grip up on deadlifts, what to do if you've got poor ankle mobility, but you can't wear lifters in a Metcon, how to count your rounds and reps in a workout the easiest possible way, how to get warm before you've even left the car. Um, What else? There's there's a whole load of different ones that we've got coming up. So we are going to do a part two for this. Short, fun little podcast that we quite enjoyed. And actually, when we started trying to think about the stuff that we do that would be considered a gym hack, there's actually quite a lot more that we came up with. And in fact, I've just forgot to write one down now. So I'm actually going to add it to the list as I talk. So team, training hacks part one, done. Training Hacks Part 2, we will try and do within the next week or two, so it shouldn't be too long a follow-up to this one. As always, if you have any thoughts, any feedback, any training hacks of your own, let us know, because we are going to do a Part 2, and maybe if we get enough of you sharing hacks, we might do like a a crowdfunded Part 3 as well, (laughs) so we can share the training hacks of the masses. But for now, that is that. So, Ellie, thank you, as always, for joining. Thank you for compiling a, a short notice list of training hacks.
1: Pleasure as always.
0: Good. Team, thanks for tuning in. We hope you've enjoyed it. Short, sweet, hopefully a little bit fun. And hopefully there was at least one hack that you are taking away as life-changing. So you are very welcome. We are here for that public service. And we will see you all again soon. Have a lovely day.